Uh, to Canada now, where the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has just announced plans to freeze gun ownership. Now, it would not ban handguns, but it would make it illegal to buy or sell them. The move comes as a group of bipartisan U.S. lawmakers are meeting in Washington today, of course, to find areas areas of common ground for gun reform. Washington correspondent Simon Marks joins us now. Good morning, Simon. This is interesting. Good morning, Corey. It is interesting, and it is a reaction uh, north of the United States border in Canada to the tragic events of the last uh, two and a half weeks, Uh, not just the shooting last week at Robb Elementary School uh, in Uvalde, Texas, but also, of course, the shooting that was much closer to Canada's border uh, in Buffalo, the uh, attack by an allegedly white supremacist teenage gunman uh, on a supermarket there that uh, killed nine Saturday shoppers and also a security guard at that supermarket. Market, all of that fueling the determination of Justin Trudeau uh, to try and pass through Parliament what he is describing as the most sweeping moves against uh, the trade in handguns that Canada has ever enacted. We're introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. What this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns anywhere in Canada. In other words, we're capping the market for handguns. Now, this is just part of uh, plans that Justin Trudeau uh, has already announced to go after gun ownership uh, in Canada. He's got plans already on the books to outlaw 1,500 types of military-style weapons, uh, like, for example, the, the AR-15 assault rifles that were used uh, both in Buffalo and Uvalde. Uh, he's also offering a buyback program uh, that is going to begin at the end of the year. Uh, but the legislation that he's uh, unfair unf- Unfurled today does include uh, provisions for what the United States Congress in part is considering, which is these red flag laws that would allow police in Canada to confiscate weapons uh, from people that are deemed a threat to public safety. I mean, that is the only area in which there is any comparison between what Justin Trudeau is doing and what the United States Congress is debating. There is no suggestion whatsoever here in the United States that there will be a similar ban in the trade of handguns, uh, nor indeed any kind of moves uh, to outlaw assault assault rifle Mm. weapons or uh, much more serious uh, weapons of magnitude. I mean, it is amazing that Canada, two countries bordering each other can have such vastly different historical, cultural uh, attitudes towards guns. I know that the majority of Americans, in fact, do want tighter gun rules, but there's that very vocal minority who are never going to give up handguns. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And, and and polling certainly shows that the majority of Americans favour a tightening of gun control regulations. But there's little agreement as to precisely what a tightening means in practical terms. You know, President Biden said today that he is going to reach out to Republicans in Congress following his very emotional visit to Uvalde to meet with grieving families uh, on Sunday in a bid to see whether progress can be made on the extraordinarily limited uh, gun control proposals that they 
they can't even agree upon on Capitol Hill now, the red flag law, uh, and also an agreement on universal background checks, which still eludes lawmakers in the United States, and yet just a few hundred miles to the north of us here in Washington, D.C., Justin Trudeau moving with alacrity. Uh, He, of course, leads now a minority government, but he believes he's going to be able to get all of this passed and onto the statute books by the end of the year with the support of at least one other political party in Parliament. And all of this raises questions about, you know, the governability of the United States compared to countries like Canada, where you see this kind of action being taken, or countries like New Zealand, where, of course, uh, similar uh, action was taken in the aftermath of the Christchurch uh, attacks. You know, the governability of the United States, the uh, opportunity here uh, to get things done in a highly polarised society uh, is very, very questionable. Yes, and Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern at the White House today. I'm imagining local media, not huge interest in the sort of bilateral relationship perhaps, but maybe a little bit around the gun stuff? Yeah, I think definitely quite a bit about the gun, around the gun stuff. I mean, not least because, as you will know, uh, when she and uh, President Biden were sitting side by side there in the Oval Office, he immediately went to talk about uh, the experience that had obviously been searing for him of spending more than four hours in the company of those families grieving in Uvalde uh, on Sunday. Uh, he also indicated that he wanted partnership with New Zealand on a variety of other issues, including climate change another uh, big issue close to President Biden's heart, although he's drifted away from it a touch because of the uh, war in Ukraine and the desperate need of the United States to drill more oil domestically. Uh, Certainly, uh, you know, the evening news tonight, uh, if you turn it on on the main three broadcast channels in the United States, will have images uh, of the Prime Minister because she was sitting right alongside Joe Biden when he spoke movingly about that experience in Uvalde. Simon, thank you very much for that. Really appreciate that. Simon Marks, our Washington correspondent.